Recently, on aboard the Opal Star, the crew finally learned the name of the man who was after them. Valdemar Benson, aka Trigger, is a black market arms dealer who is looking to move up in the world. How getting the crew will help with that, no one knows for sure, but Whisper is determined to make sure that doesn't happen. Things are getting tricky in the criminal underworld right now, and they will need to move with caution if they want to get out of this. Also, Anima finally remembers a very important name. Is there any information, Farida, about where she may be right now? Or? That is a good question. Let me keep digging. Yeah, with that role, you do get a lot of other stuff. I'm trying to remember how old I had her. Why, oh, she's probably about your age. Maybe a little younger. Hmm, okay. How she unlocked the thing with the vaccine, the better way to distribute it was she was studying some of the writings on one of the crucibles and was able to decipher it. She still wasn't able to figure out exactly what it was originally meant for, but she immediately started working with other people to find ways to apply it because a lot has been learned from the crucible, so she's been studying it for a long time because there's typically like three kinds of people that study them. There are scientists, engineers, and historians. She was one of the scientists. Her areas of expertise were around physics, chemistry, and she started working with Kiara and they got very close and she was worked with a lot of private companies. Also, her parents are very private people, just like her whole family because the rest of her family is in more business stuff? Is there any information about where she lives or works right now? I think the only recent information you can find about her in references to previous work, but she hasn't done anything new as far as you can tell in the past couple of years, but there have also been other times in her history where like there's been stretches between when she figures out something. Okay. She goes on these long-term research projects, and sometimes it takes a while to decipher stuff. Okay. But she's been studying crucibles for a while, and she continued studying them and studying stuff that came from crucibles after Kiara died. How long has she been dropped off? A couple years? Is that right? How long is a couple? If it wasn't that 20, I would, I would give a vaguer answer, but it's been about four years. Four years? I have an Alexis question, but Vi's not going to know, so... Okay. So, Anima, I'm guessing you'd, you'd like to find her? If we can. Four years. That's how long I was over there. Uh, okay. Hmm. Give me another wisdom roll. Me? Yeah. You've been good today. Please continue to be good. Mm. That's disappointing. Seven. Oh, that's not too bad. You feel kind of meh. You finally find your friend, and you don't know exactly how to find her or get in contact with her, so it's like you start missing a friend that you forgot you had. Yeah. Well, one step closer, one step back. Are there any records to her current employment? Is she still working at that research facility? I think it's a private research facility, so you can't tell for sure what, who. Hmm. Around the crucibles, there are a lot of companies 
very private companies. Like, they communicate with the Alliance, of course, but they keep stuff under the radar, not a lot of public knowledge, just to decrease the chance of pirate attacks or something on their bases. Because they could be developing something really powerful and that could be slightly volatile or something. Hmm. Gotta be careful with super advanced alien tech when you're not entirely sure who left it there or why they left instructions for things like how to create sentient life. That's how the Astroforge came to be. They didn't just decipher the recipe and they're like, I was like, oh, cool, they're sentient. Okay, not making them a slave race. We're gonna have to readjust how we look at this. Not gonna lie, sometimes I think that, like a lot of this game is a Mass Effect reference. <laughs> <laughs> Any last things people want to say before Maria shows back up? Vi, are you going to ask why I'm looking into this person, or are you just I, accepting I did. This, oh, did you win? Yeah, while I was, like, pulling up the things to research, Vi's like, so is she someone from your history, or is she someone you remembered, oh, or right. what? Right, and then we got you, distracted. Yeah, but you also did answer you were hoping to find Dottie through her. I did, which is super vague. Maybe if we had more information about either one, we could... Well, Kiara is gone, but... Yeah. Is everything alright, or...? Hmm? Oh. She's me. Kind of. Kind of. She's my donor. Oh. Okay. She and Dottie were... It's hard to tell if they were good friends or if they were romantically involved. They were very close. Okay. Dottie was involved in my upbringing. Oh, okay. Not exactly a mother, not quite an older sister. Kind of like an aunt, I guess. She just walked into your room and asked if you wanted to be friends, basically, is, I yeah. think is how we had that scene go. Yeah, we did. Alright. So, this is all we could find for now. Maybe Tali, once things have calmed down, she may know she or Spectre or Maria may have connections to at least find out where she could be. I was thinking Tali through the research station, seeing if she has a friend there, but... You can try to find more information. I just don't think it will happen right now. So I think as you were talking about ways to try and find her in the future, Maria is going to come in. Well, that was an interesting conversation. I was able to learn some things. He's still being cagey about some details, but he sometimes has pet projects he does. Yeah, the, you know, helping people on this side of ways to stick it to the Federation. He said someone involved with one of those head projects was in danger. He's trying to make sure they're okay. Someone. Still not saying names. Yeah, that's, that's not really much more helpful. But we already knew. Did he say anything about Valdemar? Why would he think that we have any information about this person? He seems to think it's one of you. At least that's what I got. Hmm. But he doesn't want to say who. Or that you know who it is. It'd be helpful if they said if he said it then, but... <laughs> he seemed a little 
iffy on the situation that's going on and I didn't want to volunteer too much just in case people were listening. Fair enough. From what I can tell, he seemed genuinely concerned about making sure the person was alright. Apparently his trying to quietly make inquiries got out and Trigger found out and decided it would be a good way to make a move, which dumb logic on his part may hit a pain in the ass on ours. Okay, did he, I don't know, did he give us any useful information about Voldemar's whereabouts or how to take him down, possibly, if there's any bargaining chips? Well, he did confirm something that I've been suspecting, which is that Voldemar's been strutting about the station on Alamari, which is where most of the smuggling operations are based out of. It's kind of a safe haven on the edge of space. It would be difficult to make a move against him if not impossible, at least directly, which is part of the problem that he's having, especially with Voldemar being so public. But he does know that Voldemort operates a lot on blackmail, including holding things and sometimes people hostage in places. He thinks he may know a few places that maybe I'm having no cross reference with what we were able to gather. And he's been making some big business deals as well, or at least bragging about it. So perhaps if we can find one of those shipments and disrupt that, it'll at least shake his reputation, get him off balance so people can start doing something. Right now it's a big screaming match of people showing how big and bad they are. Oh, I'm so glad I'm not in the middle of that. I'd be threatening to chop things off. It's it when all the head people decide to get in a dick measuring contest. So obnoxious and such a waste of time. Okay, so the idea is to just try to take down his reputation right now? Well, he's got as much money as it sounds like he has invested in, in this deal. Hijacking the shipment could damage him significantly, especially depending on who the deal is with. Because sometimes when you're making big moves, you deal with dangerous people. I've got Nell and Spectra trying to figure out who might be involved in that. And also, if he operates as much off of Black Mass, I think he does, taking out that source and making it known that he no longer has that. It'll weaken him enough that others will be able to start pushing him back into a corner. You know, maybe even be able to get some information to get official sanctions against him. But as long as he holds the power he has now, this situation's not going away. I don't like the idea of going and hijacking the shipment solely because... Either we would have to get rid of the ship. Well, the probability that we will be found out and more information about us will be found is relatively high if we do it on a ship, either through the cameras or the crew. So I would have to worry that we would either have to get rid of every single crew member and or also try to disrupt any sort of communication and wipe any memory from the AI, if the ship has an AI, or any of the security cameras. If we go aboard. If we don't, then it's more flexible. I believe there are some kind of stealth suits that we could use, and we don't have to choose just one or the other. We could do both. 
I have a very dumb idea. Anybody want to hear it? Yes. Yeah. <laughs> the thing I know about Whisper now is that he operates in ships. Yes. Functions as a part of the black market. Mm-hmm. Seems to have the ability to jump between Federation and Alliance space. Mm-hmm. What if we whisper to him, hey, there's this thing over here that we heard about. You want it? Have somebody else do the dirty work. So this thing would be... We would tell Whisper that it's on the ship that... Oh, no, the ship is the thing that, they, that we would hand to Whisper. And let Whisper worry about the people on board and the shipment that's on board. That would be a good idea if he had the capability of hijacking a ship and wasn't trying to keep the underworld from tearing itself apart. Hmm. I would assume that somebody with that kind of network can hire somebody to do that dirty work. Some things are better taken care of personally. There are. And there are also some things that, while taking care of them personally, we can benefit from. My idea is that we get hired by Whisper. Maria's just thinks about it and just giving an approving nod. If we take care of the blackmail, it's possible we free both Sash and Sage from his control. Yeah, if he has all this blackmail in one place. If he doesn't, then it becomes a potential larger issue. Then we ask Sash. Hopefully Tali and Nell will have some more information on targets we can hit. Taking out both would damage him the most severely, right? Agreed. Yes. So if we really want to wreck him, we do both. It's just a matter of order of operations, or if we're going to contract someone to do one, or be contracted to do one, if we do Farida's idea. I believe Tali and Spectra do have some experience hijacking dangerous shipments. They may have some friends that they can call in. It's possible that if we take care of the blackmail first, it might make, you make taking, well, it might take too long to take care of the blackmail if, if the deal is time sensitive. It depends on which we're closer to. If we're closer to the blackmail anyway, then we can go the shorter distance, take care of that, and then go the longer distance. I was also thinking that if the blackmail is gone, he might not be able to call for reinforcements as quickly. He'd have to search more for reinforcements. Because if he no longer has the information on people, but would they know that is also another question. That is true. Another thing is, depending on just how illegal this shipment is, the ship may have good stealth, but it may be operating with a skeleton crew. Would make it easier for a smaller team to go in and deal with it. Perhaps two bears at the same time. But right now, there's only two people, three, counting Lex, well, four, including Sash, but we don't want to have her deal with this, I think. That isn't on record of having a bounty on their heads right now. And I'm sure Vladimir will have maybe made this information known with either a large bonus or forgetting the blackmail, whatever the deal is. So either we have to silence the crew and the ship to make sure that we don't have more information about it given to us, or 
we only have three people go in. All the people who go in can wear helmets and just secure the crew. Also, how loyal are they to him? Depends on how much he's paying them, possibly. They may not even know what they're transporting. Or they may be there because of what he has on them. Yes. Fear and money are very good persuasive tools. So is a gun to one's head. I'd like to leave that as a last resort, if at all possible, but... That's why it came up last. He is in a very public place at the moment, so... So, best case scenario, there's a skeleton crew. We subdue them, and if they are being blackmailed into it, we tell them that we are also going to get rid of the blackmail if they're being paid, potentially by their silence. Actually, the blackmail thing is an interesting thought. If we do the blackmail route, if that's the only thing keeping the shipment going, the shipment stops too. And it knocks out both birds with one stone. But if we do the blackmail first, there's no guarantee that the people on the ship will know. If they're even being blackmailed and they're not just mercs. True. We'll probably break the blackmail, then board the ship, and ask. Definitely not a fan of letting that ship go unattended. There's no telling what he's got on there. We don't need to leave it unattended. I would rather not let it reach its destination as well, because that reaching its destination more quickly would be money in his pocket that he could use to buy more resources. It seems I'm unclear on what we're doing with the blackmail. What is it that we're doing with the blackmail? Is that location dependent? There is a location where his blackmail is going to be. Nell is still tracking down where that's going to be as well as where any big shipments will be. So if you take out his blackmail materials and get it not under his control, then he loses control over the people he was blackmailing. Right. Both of them are location-based. Yes. Sounds like we need hands in different places. Spectre's voice comes from the doorway. Hands in different places sounds like a good idea. So are we going to split up? How do we determine who goes where? Depends on what you're comfortable with. Hijacking a ship can be rather tricky business, but Polly and I have done similar things. Ty is definitely good in this kind of pitch, and we may be able to bring in some people, extra hands to help, and may actually be able to possibly find extra set of hands to help you, whoever goes on the ground. Well, we have a hacker, a medic, and a person that tinkers with things. That is what we have to offer, I suppose. Which do y'all want to do? Do you want to break into a building, or do you want to hijack a ship? Because whichever one y'all don't do, the crew will do. So how are y'all going to decide? Would the plan be to do these more or less simultaneously, or would it be one and then the other? Simultaneously is probably going to work out better. We won't be able to do exactly at the same time, but... We don't want him finding out about one and having time to react and reinforce the other. It's much more entertaining to watch them realize that several parts of their world are falling apart at the same time. I vote ship. I will say, I feel like the building is going to require more uh, emergency evacuations of blood out of the people that are already there than the ship. The ship is more likely to be a peaceful route. It does also depend on what kind of security things have. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah. 
So it's one of those y'all could wait until Nell's done figuring out where things are to kind of decide, but the ship will be in motion. Spectra, I have a question. Yes? Have you asked Sash? What did you tell her to get her to agree? I think part of it is she recognized my family name from trying to figure out about the ship. I told her that we're trying to help people. We don't like bullies, and that sometimes get trust, you have to give trust. I think something you said perhaps spoke better, Anima. You were able to connect with her somehow. I'm still not sure how she got to where she is, but perhaps she'd be willing, more willing to tell you. I'm going to go talk to her again. You're welcome to it. Before I say which I'd rather do. I'm gonna stand up, and I'm gonna head towards, not the brig, but the, uh, the room where we're keeping. Quarantine room? Yeah, the quarantine room. What's everyone else doing? I flick heads over to her shoulder. So, you are going with the drone on your shoulder. Yep. Bye, what are you doing? I think, before Anima fully leaves the room, Anima, do you want one of us to go with you, or would you rather just go by yourself for this? You can come. It's not going to be particularly sensitive. But if you have anything else to do, it's not imperative that someone come with me. I'm coming along. The only thing that I have to do is fix Edge. Vi and Ferda, are you going to be visible for this conversation, or are y'all just going to be hiding or standing out of sight? I'm assuming since the room is going to be dark, except for the light that's shining on Anima through the doorway, which is kind of what I was envisioning last time, I'll probably just be sitting in the background, technically visible, face off. (laughs) But I'm in the dark. Like, this is the type of thing, like, you gotta be lucky and also not paying attention to the person talking to you. Yeah. Vi would still be out of sight. Yeah. You can stand where she can't see you, but you can see her. Lana, you walk up, the ball goes invisible, and Tash is moving back onto the bed. She's no longer sitting on the floor. She's sitting on the bed with her back against the wall and her knees pulled up, just kind of staring at the part of the wall that keeps going invisible, waiting to see if someone else is going to come talk to her. Oh, I feel bad for her. It's been a weird day. (laughs) Yeah. She shies back a little bit when the wall goes invisible, but when she sees it's you, she relaxes. Hi. Hey. She doesn't notice Farida. So, we've done some research since we last talked to you, and we think that your problem is also our problem. I think at this point, Vi would mental missive Anima and be like, Please use your discretion on what to tell her. That way she doesn't accidentally become involved in this, in our problem as well. Potentially. Roll the inside check. She saw nothing weird with that statement. She can't roll five for five. It's great. (laughs) There are no dots connected. She just looks confused and she's like, Is there something else I can help you with? I, I don't know a lot. You're a sister, right, Sage? How, how do you know about that? 
We looked into you. We weren't sure who you were, so... Yeah, that's fair. I will also say that that sounds intimidating. I'll just put that out there. Yeah, it sounds a little scary. Oh, we looked into you. We looked into you. Well, you know. Like, oh, do you have this, like, very specific family member? We did a cursory background check. What do you want me to say? She does seem to shrink back, like, a little bit when you say that. She's still not entirely sure what's going on here. Yeah, I have a sister. She has nothing to do with anything. She's not the blackmail that Vlad has on you? She does not hide her reaction very well. Roll me an insight. Okay. Can I also roll insight? Because I'll be watching her. Yeah. Six. Eighteen. Does this count as insight to get to know people? Sure. Twenty-one. So, Anima, you get nothing. Vine Faraday, you get... She gets defensive. She starts to fluff up the bed. You get the feeling it's like she's protective of her sister. Mm-hmm. And she's upset about this situation. And Faraday, you probably get that she is ashamed that her sister's in this situation. That makes sense. It feels like the shame is like her sister got into something because of her. I don't think she's gonna answer your question, Anima. She's just gonna stare, looking at you, trying to figure you out. I don't know if she can bring herself to answer that question. We're going to do a two-pronged attack on Vladimir. One is getting rid of his blackmail. One is stopping a shipment that he's invested a lot into. There's shock on her face. That was not the sentence she expected to have follow up that question. (laughs) Why would you do something like that? He's one of the baddest bullies out there. None of us like bullies. She just starts nodding like... It's an understatement. Vi just gives her a weird look at that statement. (laughs) I don't think you've met... Okay, continue. (laughs) So, some of us will go and stop the shipment. And some of us will go and take care of the blackmail material. And if the blackmail material is just information, that's fine. But if it's people... I want to be there to try and make sure that they don't get hurt. Why are you telling me this? I don't have a lot of memories. So all I have is my instinct. And my instinct tells me to protect people. It's in my nature as an Ashen Forged. So if there are people that are in danger that need protection, I want to be there to help them. That includes you. And your sister, if she's in danger, and anyone else that could be there. And I'm telling you this because I want to know if I need to be there. As you're saying this, she starts to relax. It's almost like an involuntary thing as if she was caught off of guard by what you're saying. And she's starting to actually really relax for the first time since any of the times you've interacted with her. And after a couple seconds, she reaches up and rubs her eyes really quick like she's trying to wipe something away. 
he does have people. Okay. And he's had her for a while. Been trying to find a way to get her, but he's good at keeping people away from what they want. I need to figure out if Farron is going to be able to keep her cool, because she might not. Nope. <laughs> <laughs> the room behind you, Anima, lights up with arcing electricity, and Farron is like, oh, gets up and walks out. As her hands and a variety of the augmentations that she carries around as a Promethean start to light up, and she's like, hmm, okay, hmm, well... There's a very short list of people that I have extreme problems with. This person moved up that list very fast. Do you want to try and roll stealth, or...? No. I don't <laughs> think she'll be able to actually see it because of the short amount of time, extremely chaotic, extremely surprising. It doesn't occupy a ton of space, but it is a flash of a, like, what? And noise as Ferda just walks out. I think as Ferda walks out, I goes uh, with mental mitts of... What just happened? Are you okay? I am very angry. Alright. Sash is just staring at the door wide. I like what's that? No, that that oh. kind of, what? Oh yeah, Anima wouldn't have seen that. So um, Sash is just staring very confusedly at the door. Once Vi notices that she'll mental miss of the anima being like Benarda lost control of her emotions for a second, and some of her stuff reacted. Uh, some of her, um... Magic. Yeah, her machines reacted, so she stepped out, but... Well, I think her vote might have just changed. <laughs> you said that, like, aloud? Yeah. Why <laughs> <laughs> just tries to, like, silently facepalm. <laughs> And here. Also, is that who I thought that was? No. That, that, I would. Depends on who you thought that was. Nah, that, that's, that's not possible. I, no. <laughs> is anyone else in here? I have a windy remark, but my character's not there. <laughs> yeah. No, nobody with a name. So, my immediate reaction is to look over and. <laughs> My, my immediate thought is to look over at Vi and go, are you here? <laughs> Which is not necessarily what I'm going to do, but is very funny. <laughs> no, I don't want to do that. It'll be fine. <laughs> Just have her do that. I don't know. Let me ask. You here? <laughs> <sighs> Where am I? Really living up to that. <laughs> really, really living up to that. Like, intelligence. Woo! From the darkness, still. Because Vi hasn't really. If she's moved, it's like a step or two. Well, you're on a ship. Which you already knew that. You have a crew that would like to help take care of your problems. Do you need more information than that? She doesn't quite fall off of the bed when she jumps back in surprise at the sun voice, but... I do love the, the fact that this this room is dark, but the hallway is not. It's not a dark room. 
it's just the wall is shadowed, so she can't see beyond like that particular part. <laughs> okay. Well, my vision is that this this room has been dark, and then whenever we let the window open up, the light from her room shines in and illuminates whoever it is that she's talking to. So all of the things of the us that have been on the side have been in the dark, and when you pop open the door, the light from the hallway spills in. It may not necessarily be a very brightly lit room. Yeah, it may just be, like, the medical equipment or emergency lights. Sure. So then with a sense of dramatic timing, Farida with her replacement face walks in and says, yes, that's a moderate amalgamation of people who have diverse interests and specialized talents. And then she goes and sits off in the corner. Okay. The hair is starting to slowly go back down. <laughs> my, my immediate knee-jerk reaction was to make it a joke. I don't know, let me ask. Are you here? <laughs> well. <laughs> oh my god, Vi and Anima have such different priorities and personalities. It's so funny. Yes, yes they do. <laughs> It's oh, so great. It's just like the perfect level of chaos. It once she calms down from the shock. Well, as long as you're gonna make sure my sister's okay. I know I've done bad stuff, so it doesn't matter what happens to me. I got myself into this, but I, sh- I need to make sure she's okay. Feel free to roll an insight on that comment. Okay, I will. And like fifteen, eight. 22. Turns out I have a plus four on insight before I have advantage. Oh, yeah, I have a plus four too. Yeah, so Vi, you get the feeling that her sister being in trouble is her fault. It might not be that she did something bad, but it's from something she did. Faraday, she was in a situation where she didn't have a lot of options she made a dumb choice, and that led to her being under Valdemar's thumb and her sister being in not a great situation. And it was one of those things where it's like, it was just a small thing, but definitely wrong move at the wrong time. And she wanted nothing to do with criminal life, and now she's just sitting like, shit. But she definitely wants to make sure her sister is not associated with any of it. Hmm, okay. I think after a beat, Bob like, well, you're in luck. This is still, like, from the shadows. <laughs> Probably. She's staring at the shadowed part of the wall whenever you talk. <laughs> well, luckily, you're on a ship with people who are relatively forgiving of any inadvertent past indiscretions. And... They may be able to help you some way, as well as your sister. Yeah, I, I kind of figured that when I saw the last name of- Well, I'm getting the feeling I'm not on the ship I think I'm on. What ship do you think you're on? I was about to say. I thought I was on an ARSE ship, but... Would we know what that is, or would we have to roll? Because I don't know what that is. You could probably intuit it might be something connected to Spectre's Brothership. It's company acronym. Okay, it's a company thing. Okay, it's a company ship. 
it feels like that with what you know you would i feel like finally okay. would definitely be able to connect those dots like oh okay. that's the company name and then the moment of wait that's what he named his company hmm. no we are not necessarily affiliated with any one uh company yeah no i realized i was on a differently morales ship when she walked in so you know of her and her family I mean, I'm familiar with the name. They seem to be mostly really good people. I always thought it'd be fun to work on one of their ships. What kind of ship name do you want? How epic? Well, he named his company, thank you to Xander from Heartbeats Cast for this name suggestion. Because I saw it and I was like, stop for this. Alternative Rescue and Security Enterprise. A-R-S-E. Okay. And also thanks to Shady Character 13 for full private security. When in doubt, ask someone else for a name. Funny, when you asked that, part of you was thinking, definitely not sketchy security. <laughs> it's like, no. <laughs> no, that's not a good yeah. name. There was literally one that I was looking at right here, and for some unknown reason, it is gone. There it is, Crown of the Stars. Oh, I like that. I thought it was on one of the Crown of the Stars ships, but I, I quickly realized that's not the case. It's funny because it actually does follow the same naming convention that the ship is named after. <laughs> yeah. Uh, that's also that, that's also um, all of her siblings, their ship names follow similar naming conventions because it's derived off of their parents' ship name. Y'all don't know that, though. Well, I don't know if y'all know that. I am familiar with the Lamorelli family. Well, not, like, personally, but I know of them. They're good people. Never expected to end up on one of their ships, but then again, I never expected to really spend a lot of time in space. It's weird. Life tends to take one to places and situations they never thought they would be. Yeah. Sometimes you pick the wrong pocket, and next thing you know, you're in a really not great situation. Arguably, you're in a better situation now. Not much better, but probably safer. Yeah, but also, I haven't seen my sister in a couple- Well, I've seen her briefly, but it's, it's, it's been a long couple of years. Ah, you see, I'm making reference to the fact that you now have a solution to that as opposed to infinite questions about it. Yeah, I mean, I still have questions about how in the world this ended up happening, but I just kind of really want a nap. Is there anything else I can do for you? I don't know any of your names. Well, I know your name. She points to Anima, but... Okay, that's cool. It's it's fine. No, I'm trying <laughs> to think if I would give her her actual name or make up a fake name. <laughs> and the potential repercussions, because she's not a threat. Well, you can call me Vi, if that would help. That's a pretty name. I like that. Thank you. I do have one question. We were sort of wondering, why were you on the ship that you had to use the escape pod for? You said that you were with that company for, unfortunately, at the behest of Valdemar? Yeah... I think it's because the company's been upgrading their security system, but they haven't gotten to all the ships yet. 
So he got word, I think, that ship hadn't been upgraded, so he told me to find a way to get on it and try and steal customer information. I don't know exactly what he was going to do with it, but some of the security had been upgraded, other parts hadn't, so I got the information, but I got caught. I don't know if they knew what I was doing, but something else started malfunctioning and I just kind of tried to get out of there as fast as possible and yeah, I don't have the best luck. Is that old human thing about black cats being bad luck is true. You ended up here? As far as name, you can call me Lotus for now. Okay. Nice to meet you. And keep in mind, I'm telling you this, that is not the name I go by. That's why I say for now. Yeah, I figure. You will eventually get my name. Okay. But once you find out my name, you will probably understand why I treat it with very specific care. Have I just sort of mental missives, Farida, being like, I mean, you didn't have to explain that, but okay. She's just kind of blank staring at you like, why, what? Okay. She's like that sometimes. I do really kind of want to do the John Cena thing and, like, change my face, like, three or four different times so she really has no idea what my real face is. <laughs> Russian nesting doll of disguises. <laughs> Anything else I can help you guys with? I want to be helpful and useful, but I I don't know what else I can do. Well, you, you have been helpful. Remember, she's 18. This is a kid. This is a child. The child. Oh Jesus! I haven't looked at what age Farida is in a long time. <laughs> what age is Farida? Hey, nobody asks. <laughs> I was gonna say Vi would possibly know or have a general idea. Probably, she can round up to thirty. Okay, fair enough. And Sash so is just sitting here like, I hope I get to see twenty. Yeah. She's had a rough couple of years. Yeah. I think that's it. But yes, thank you. And thank you for letting us get some of the information from your secret data ripper. That's helping us narrow down and find where these things are that we're going to deal with next. Oh, it sounded like I was going to be able to do much with it. Promise me I'll use it to take him down. Oh, if I have it my way, he's not even going to make it out of the room. Now, now, we need to let him live long enough to... Well, let me explain. He chose the wrong people to harass. That's about as simple as it gets, so... Very precisely. We need him around long enough to revoke that, but afterwards, he won't bother you again either way. That's good. I just want to go on some nice, quiet planet and be able to just get an honest job, help support my sister. We might know a few places. Yes. Or know people who know some places. That too. You could tell, like, she's she's starting to get kind of sleepy. Y'all leave her be for now? If those two will leave, I'm just going to hang back for a second. Would you like a moment? Mm-hmm. All right. Also, Nell is smart, so the blackout shadow that is Vi moves to follow Vi. <laughs> yeah. Beautiful. 
Is that Nell or is that like Vi's Esper ability? That's that's Nell. Aw, okay. I mean, it might be a bit of both. Her <laughs> eyes are following Vi, but she looks vaguely confused. <laughs> yeah, okay. Well, as long as she's not in fear. Yeah. She's like, I gotta know who built this ship. Alright, so Anima, it's just you and Sash. I work with drama queens. Anyway. Literally. <laughs> yeah, in different ways, though. It, it actually says that on the page. One last thing, and then you can sleep. Actions that you are forced to take aren't who you are. Sometimes you pick the wrong pocket and get stuck in something you don't want to. Sometimes you lose eight years of memory and end up working for four years for a corrupt government. Your actions aren't who you are. That was inspiring, but what? Fair. That was me. You're talking to a kid that doesn't know about anything about the Federation. Yeah. I was stuck somewhere when people didn't treat me well. I didn't know that because I didn't remember anything else. But working for bad people and the things that you were made to do for bad people doesn't make you a bad person. Does that make sense? She's tearing up a little bit. Thank you. It's nice to know someone believes in me. I'm sorry that happened. That sounds terrible and impossible. It is what it is. And I can't get that time back. But I can be better with the time I have. He's nodding, starting to straighten up and stop trying to shrink down as much as possible. Thank you. I'm really, really, really glad you guys found me. I'm glad we found you too. Even if it's been a really weird couple of days. Yeah, I'm sure. Yeah. My first couple of days with these guys are were pretty weird too. You get used to it. Kind of. <laughs> sure. <laughs> Maybe I can get more of that story later. If you want. There's really not much more to tell. But I'm gonna get you your sister back. You don't know how much it means to me to hear that. Thank you. I hope you get your memories back too. They're coming back a little bit. I think being here is helping. Being somewhere where things are occasionally feeling familiar. You don't need to know that. I think she's kind of on information overload. So she's just kind of doing that thing where you just said nod. Mm-hmm. You look tired. I'm going to let you sleep now. I just needed you to know that. You're like really, really nice. Like probably one of the nicest people I've ever met. Thank you. Settles back down into the bed, curls up underneath the covers, and conks out almost immediately. She's tired, kitty. Tired, kitty. Okay, so I'm gonna go back to the mess hall. As you open the door, you find that Farida has been leaning against the other side of the door. Very well said. I'm glad you're here with us. I'm going to that building. I'm gonna free those people. Oh, yeah. I would probably be there too, but she wouldn't be saying anything. Mm-hmm. 
Except maybe nodding along. <laughs> Agreeing with Farida. It's definitely the tropey moment of the one character that's been having a heartfelt moment opening the door and looking, and everybody else in the pantheon is just right there. <laughs> yeah. Spectra suddenly next to Vi. It's like. <laughs> <laughs> Jane, please don't know. <laughs> it's like a Scooby Doo pile up. <laughs> people listening at the door. <laughs> By assuming it's a smooth section of wall, suddenly Spectre's there. So I guess you're going from the building. She's like a foot or so away, not like within immediate slapping distance, oh. but no one Whoa. really heard her come up. I think Vi would maybe react to that, maybe. Is there a role that I would do to... How are you going to react? That would be passive perception versus their own stealth. I'm not mistaken. To see if you react, probably. She rolled a 17. I'm pretty sure you didn't quite catch it. Yeah, no, my passive is 16. Okay. Oh. Ooh, but it was close, though. Ooh, yeah, it was close. <laughs> well, I rolled a 17. That's not counting her modifier, which I don't oh, know what that close. is. Yeah. Okay, so Vi would probably. Well, so you hear a voice you recognize. I mean. She would possibly, like, start a bit or, like, reach for a weapon for a sec. Because I think her subconscious would register sudden voice. And then, oh, that's a purse. That's someone you know. So Vi would probably, like, grab, hmm, depending on how close it was, possibly her gun or her saber. About a foot away, not within stabbing distance with the wristblade. Yeah. She doesn't know you have those, but she was, like, keeping her space. She was trying to not sneak up on you, but I think she thought you realized she was there. So she says, So it sounds like you're going for the building, then? That's where I'm going. We go where she goes. Yeah, let's deal with the building. The rest of us can handle the ship. We've got ways to go unnoticed, but I might try and see if I can find an extra set of hands to help with the infiltration. There's not much we can do now. Maybe take some time to rest and relax. Should have more details on where things are by the evening. So those secret passages that... So <clears throat> with those secret passage... Because I'm assuming the wall is open and she's just sort of there. No, she's just leaning against the wall. Hmm. She might have been standing there for a second. You're still not sure how she got there. Sort of giving a squinting look. You would tell us if there was some sort of secret passage or something in case of emergency maneuvers, correct? Well, of course. Mm-hmm. All right. You ever heard of the place to hide? No one can point you where to go. Well, I'd rather know ahead of time. That way, it's a smoother transition than having to wait for Nell to tell me, but... Let me show you some things, but I have to have some fun with my ship. She's saying this, like, very playfully, but you, you get the feeling like you can know where all the hiding spots are, but it's her ships. She likes having hidey holes and ways to sneak up on people just to mess with them. Actually, no, you wouldn't get that about her. It's just like, it's... She's very open and honest about some things, but I don't know if she's going to give you a tour of every single secret compartment of the ship. Doesn't mean that Vi can't do some digging, but okay. Yeah. 
you are more than welcome to. Anything else what people want to do before we wrap for the evening? I'm assuming everyone is going to go to lunch or something. I feel like for, for infiltration, Farida would have finished a piece of her suit. She's going to probably be working overtime to get something done to use during that time. Well, this is just like anything you want to do before lunch. Yes. I There might be a bit of a time jump where we can just sort of montage through what y'all do to prepare. Ah, I meant to say that as literally she's going to pick up her work and she's going to start carrying it around with her. So on her way up to lunch, she's going in and grabbing her, her helmet, filling it full of tools, and then carrying that while like <laughs> messing with wires as she walks. All right, I like that. Bye, Anima. Maybe a better question. What is running through your heads as you walk to lunch? I know Farida's thinking about what she wants to get finished with the suit before we do the stealth stuff. Very specifically, she's figuring out how to make it waterproof. <laughs> Alrighty then. So, Anima, what's going through your head? I am thinking that I have to do everything in my power to get Sage the heck out of there. I just promised something very big. And I don't know what kind of security is there, but I have to make sure that she's okay. I think she's kind of split between she wants to help Anima find Dottie, but now is probably not the best time to like ask Spectra Tally since they're in the middle of trying to go through these locations. So maybe try and figure out how to otherwise help find her. And then she is also, you know, still suspicious of um, Sandro. So she's thinking about contacting her mentor about it. And like, would he see the message in time and be able to respond? I mean, it can't hurt to try. Okay. So yeah, maybe send a quick message to Z being like, there's a, a human here in the Alliance who goes by the name Sandro Esmond. He also goes by Whisper on these servers of the Shadownet. Do you remember any information about him? He's been on the Alliance side for about 30 or 40 years at least, but he apparently does have some contact to the Federation. He's looking for someone on the ship, but he's being very cagey about who. I'm not sure I trust his motives. You know he's currently, like, trying to go to ground and disappear, but you do get a brief message back in SWC, not sure we'll check. So he will look into it, but he's also trying to yeah, get the hell out of here before the government starts doing weird stuff, because ripple effects to- wait- why is there a new FBI? Yeah. What are you talking about? We've been here the whole time. Is literally what they've been told to say. They're in full operation gaslight. What are you talking about? We've been here the whole time. Head of the FBI has been this person for the past decade. What are you talking about? It's a new female head gaslight gatekeep girl boss. <laughs> There's no war embossing say. There's no war embossing say. Basically, that's that's kind of the Federation's whole thing. Everything is fine. 
All right, so I guess we'll end off there with everyone going to lunch with a lot on their minds. <laughs> Thank you for joining us and stay tuned next time to find out what happens on Board of the Opal Star. If you don't want to wait, you can get early access to our episodes over at patreon.com slash pseudonymsocial. If you like our show, please consider leaving us a review on your favorite podcasting app so people can know where to find us. We couldn't do this without your help. Aboard the Opal Star is a production of Pseudonym Social, changing reality one story at a time. It is DM'd and produced by me, Brianna Toiber. I'm Casey, and I'm playing Anima the Ashenforged. I'm playing Farida the Promethean. My name's Alexis, and I am playing Mylena Sorel, the Eldori. With music by Patrick Chester of Chester Studios. To get more information on this or any of our other shows, check out our website at pseudonymsocial.wordpress.com. Draw near and listen to tales of heroes and villains. That was the last Yonov saw of Ortoval as a blur of movement pulled Yonov's attention back to the left. Yonov ducked a sword slash aimed at his head. The blow missed so narrowly that he felt the blade clip the top of his helm. Of friendship and laughter. She eats like a pig, Rianok said. Mela froze. Sarkeesian slapped the back of the halfling's head with an open hand. A rare smile split Colfin's brown beard, a low chuckle following. Of sorrow and loss. There was no reply. Erwin stood, leaned over Byford's motionless form, gently listening for breath. Get your weekly espresso shot of fantasy on iTunes, Spotify, and many other places where podcasts can be found. Come join the adventure and listen to... Tales from the Dungeon.